0: This is the Realm of Agape Christian Church. We thank God. We want to just share a love message from the Lord. Is that okay? For he loves us. Amen. Thank God. I'm going to be in the hymn book of the Bible. From the book of Psalms. Psalm 139, verse 14. It says, I will praise thee. This is person that was inspired to write this. Amen. King David blessed us with this memoir of declaration. He said, no matter what, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Thank God. Jeremiah had to cry this out once too in his darkest time. It says, marvelous are thy works. No matter what the enemy tries to do to misrepresent God, we can yet claim by God's spirit that God is yet marvelous in everything that he does. And he says, you have made my soul to know that right well. You know the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart. He will come right past problems and anguish and go through those dark clouds of Amen. Misconceptions about you, people talking about you, even family members that may have left you astray. God will come straight to your heart and speak love and give you a satisfaction and contentment by his spirit. Amen. You know, when we are saved, when we accept Christ as our Lord in in, in our complete whole life, I'm not talking about people who want him to save them in one piece of their life and let me just do whatever I want in this other piece of my life. I'm not talking about those kinds of people. I'm talking about people who have a total made-up mind. I want my whole heart, mind, body, and soul to be turned over to Jesus. Amen? You know, God will give you an awakening by his spirit and will give you now revelation that he has gifted you marvelously as he created you with certain gifts. These are spiritual gifts, though, not that which is born of the flesh. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit-given. And spiritual gifts are turned on when you are saved, amen, when the Holy Ghost comes in and quickens your spirit. We may be born alive physically, but the Scripture said because sin entered the world, we are spiritually dead when we are born. So spiritually stillborn, the Holy Spirit has to come in and reawaken our spirit. We may have a living, breathing soul, but the spirit part is dead. And we need the spirit to be what? Regenerated. Remember that word. The Holy Spirit works like a generator, and he attaches himself to that dead battery like they do in the hospital and they touch you with the electrodes and say, clear, everybody, clear. The power is coming through. Boom! And then the heart comes back to life. The Holy Ghost comes in your life and turns the light switches back on for that spirit to wake up. Right. And then we can pray to God. We can commune with God. Yes. We become one of the, the members of his body, the church. Now, we are in our church coming here today to share with you back to the basics of Christian living, and we are going through this teaching and sermon series, and we're sharing it with you today. Christ is looking for us to be like him, to become Christ-like, so that we may shine in the darkest places on this earth. So that we may have the savor of heaven, the flavor and savor of heaven in such a sinfully bland world. In other words, we're going to advance his kingdom. But you need special traits for that. Let's just talk about, real quick, six traits for people of divine purpose. Six traits for people of divine purpose. You have to know of whose you are. We are fearfully and marvelously made, the scripture said, by the Lord himself. And our soul will be made to know him. In Psalm 139, we see that there is a relationship between the omniscient, the, all, the all-knowing, the omnipresent, the God who's everywhere, and omnipotent, the God of all power. We can have a relationship with him. He's the creator of the whole universe But we can yet what have a relationship with him. If you are faithful to him as your Lord, this psalm that I read will be an encouragement to you. If you are trying to hide, though, from the Lord, this psalm will make you realize that you are fighting a losing battle. Your arms are too short to box with God. You're going to find it out the hard way sometimes. I know sometimes in my younger days I had to find things out the hard way. And sometimes it was at the belt of my father. <laughs> but I had to learn, amen? God can use the belt, amen? Thank God, thank God. But you know what? I learned a lesson I was 13. I said, well, this is my last whipping, you know, beating in the rhythm of the belt, my God. But God can talk to you at the most strangest moments. He will wake you up. He woke this young man up that wanted all his inheritance early, and he left at a young age and went out there and party and had a riotous lifestyle. And then uh, when all of his friends left, it was because of what? His money was gone, right? Mm -hmm. And he was looking for food, and all he could do was go to some farm, a pig farm of all places. You're not supposed to be there. You're Jewish. What are you doing on a pig farm? But you know what? When you have a hard head, you're going to have also a hard bed to sleep in. And he had a hard bed to sleep in. And he had to sleep with the pigs and steal their meal. My God, what loneliness for a Jewish young man stealing a meal of a pig. But then he began to hear the voice of the Spirit of God. A voice of the Spirit will speak to you at some real strange moments. I told you. Mm -hmm. And he began to wake up spiritually and say, you know what? My father has better at home. What am I doing here? I've wasted away everything that I had as a blessing. You know what? I'm going to rise and go back to my father. His father could see him from a distance. And he began to walk fast and furious towards his returning son. Isn't God like that? You take one step and he'll take two. Amen. The Bible says, draw nigh to God and he will what? draw nigh to you. When you're alone in your room, the nurse has gone, everybody else has gone home, etc., etc. It's just you and your thoughts. But it's not just you and your thoughts. God is omniscient. He's omnipotent. Amen. Thank God. And he's omnipresent. He's there with you. If you just trust the Lord and begin to sing a song in your heart to him. I love you, Lord. And you heard my cry. He pitied every groan. Long as I live and troubles rise, I'm going to hasten to your throne. Why should I be here stuck in loneliness when I could praise God with my heart, mind, body, and soul? I will yet praise the Lord. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. Marvelous are thy works. For my soul knoweth it right well. Why? Because the Holy Spirit will speak to your soul. Yes. Now, real quick, six traits for people of divine purpose. Number one, you you will uh, uh, be able to realize something. uh, That divine purpose is something that comes to people who are diligently submitted to God because he knows everything. And you're going to begin to worship him with what you do. So if you are a person of heavenly purpose, you're going to worship God with everything you do. That's the first one. Number two. Wherever you go, you're going to worship him. Why? Just because you left out of a church building doesn't mean you left church. Mm-hmm. Because God said your body is the temple of the of the who of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Guess what? Everywhere you go, God said, "I am." Amen. Right there, Jehovah Shammah. I am there. It's only one place in the Bible, in the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel saw heaven, and he saw that vision of heaven. He was going to go there because he was an, an obedient prophet of God. When all the other prophets were starting to, as my father would say in the old days, prophylize. 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 They weren't telling the truth. They were lying. Amen. And leading people astray. Amen. But this prophet saw the Lord because God was with him. And if you seek the Lord while he may be found, draw to him while he's near. Guess what? And you do that in a diligent manner with all your heart, mind, body, and soul and all your strength. Guess what? God's going to reward you with revelation of who he is. Yes. Because God is not just an intellectual God. He's a God who must be experienced. Yes. You have to experience him. And if you sing a song of heaven... You have to sing like they're singing in heaven. They're singing all the time in heaven. Sing one of those old hymns, one of those old songs that you learn. Amen. And God's Spirit will come and sing in your spirit right along with you. And then you will begin to sing in the tune of heaven. And heaven's angels will share the strength of heaven right there in your little spot. And lift lift up your spirit. The psalm said that God is the lifter up of our head. And he will comfort you. He will strengthen you. He will see you through. So no matter where you go, remember, you are the church. Number three, you're going to aim and worship God with who you are. If you were made according to God's standard, you have to realize there is better for me than what sin helps me to see with my natural eye. There's better for me than what sin can make me feel with my natural feelings, right? God is better, amen. He's eternal. We can express our finite feelings all we one, but they're going to fizzle and die. In the book of James, it says life is but a vapor. It'll pour for a little bit, amen, then it's going to what, vanish away? God is saying to us that he's eternal. You can have everlasting life. Why everlasting? Because we weren't born like God. But God can transform us so that our soul now would be eternally alive with him. You will spend eternity in eternal death or in eternal life. Which do you want? I know one thing. I don't want to be separated from God because when we're separated from God, we're going to be with the enemy of God. And God created a place called hell for the enemy. Amen. God didn't create hell for us. But you know what? If we want to walk like the enemy and talk like the enemy, you're going to be just like the enemy. I heard Daffy Duck say that one time in the cartoon. If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a daggone duck. Amen? Amen, amen. Well, however you're walking, however you're talking, is your spirit a heavenly spirit or is it an earthly spirit? Which is it? Amen? This is the on auto- Decide today what you are, amen. I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. His banner over me is love, amen. Is love. That's from the R-rated book called Song of Solomon. People don't like to read that book too much. They think it's too sexy. But you know what? <laughs> God used that to help show the relationship needs to be tight, and it needs to be right. God doesn't tip out on us. Why do we tip out on him? Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. And if you're gonna worship God, amen. Number four, you're gonna think the way you ought to think. You gotta let the mind of God be in you. Meditate on the things of God if they're praiseworthy, amen. Virtuous, you're supposed to think on those things. The TV will offer other things, alternatives, which will cause a breach of covenant. Now the temple of the Holy Ghost, your body, your mind, will become contaminated, compromised with that which is unholy. God didn't intend for us to harbor such things on the inside. We weren't made for that. This is why people flip out and do crazy, demonic things. We weren't made for that. Amen. We were fearfully and marvelously made to give God the highest praise. We need to, amen, seek for God to deliver us From the wrong thinking, the stinking thinking must become palatable unto God. The Bible says sin is a reproach. It is a stench in his nostrils, which is why Jesus died. His blood cleanses us of the sin. Amen. Amen. And then we could walk new in God as though we hadn't sinned. Justification is just as if I had not sinned. God will justify you. If you believe in God, number five, Amen. Everything in you will love God the way He ought to be loved. How you love will be determined by the heavenly standard, Amen. God said, uh, "You who love the Lord, you're going to begin to hate evil." In Psalm 97, and God says in First John that we ought to not, we ought not to love the world, but love Him, Amen. The world, in other words, the demonic system of secular humanism, is not your friend. You need, amen, to plug in to Jesus. Yes. And I have one of my elders in my church right yes. here. She's a nurse. She knows how to do the IV. Amen? She had to learn that, amen, but Lord wouldn't have let her graduate, amen? Yes. Amen. The IV helps you plug in, amen? Amen. But you know what? We need the heavenly IV, Amen. Are you plugged into God? God's going to give you the good stuff if you plug into him. you got to be plugged into somebody. I heard somebody in the South, they sing that old song, uh, you know, you got to serve somebody. It might be the Lord, it might be the devil, but you got to what? Serve somebody. That's right. In other words, you got to be plugged into somebody. If you're not plugged into God, there's only one other alternative, and that's the hellish demon. Amen. But we're not here to go to hell with the devil. Amen. I came to live again. Amen. I want to live again. I want to be with Jesus forever. And you can do that if you haven't done it yet. You can accept God in your heart. Which brings us to number six. If you're going to worship God correctly, your desire is going to change. You're going to now desire God. You're going to hunger and thirst after him. Hunger and thirst. Some of you haven't been hungry enough. Some of you haven't been thirsty enough. You got 7-Eleven on every corner. I remember when I was a little boy in Florida, 7-Eleven, and somebody created it. Amen. It used to be 7-Eleven. Amen. Amen. They used to, amen, stay uh, 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 open only until a certain round when the sun went down. Amen. And that was about it. Then one day somebody said, 7, open at 7, close at 11. And then the people were like, wow, every other store is closed. We can go to 7-Eleven. And then 7-Eleven started Sunday night. They open on Sunday and every day. Instead of going to church, for, we're going to 7-Eleven. Oh, thank heaven for 7-Eleven. That was the commercial. Oh my, God. my God. But you know, if you can make an idol. But will the idol, amen, save you? The idol is made out of something that God made. Why don't you worship something that God made? made. Amen. I want to go to the one that made it so I can worship him. Amen. Because that dead thing he made, that tree I chopped down. Amen. And the wood is dead and the the worms are eating it. Amen. Why would I want to worship that? Why would I want to pour my soul out to an idol? Right. But we do it today. Mm -hmm. We do it because the media said so. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, amen, over a million people looking at the Super Bowl. And I don't necessarily have nothing against that per se. But if that's, amen, how you pour out your love. Amen. You know, the Super Bowl is going to be over. Number 58 is going to be done. Then it's going to be 59 next year. Amen. But I want to tell you, I, I'm going to put my faith in the Super Bowl in heaven. Amen. Nothing could do me like God. Can't nobody what do me like Jesus. Because he's my friend. He loved me to the bitter end. He took the pain of sin's price And went on ahead to glory. Amen. After he died on that cross, he rose again and went to glory. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And where I go, you may go also. In my Father's house, there's many mansions. Yes, there's room at the cross for you. Have you accepted Christ in your heart yet? My God, you don't want your last moment to be without Christ. My God. Even some people who go to church all the time, some of them don't know Christ. They know where the church is, but they don't know where God is. Isn't that a shame? Amen. There was a place in the Bible called Bethel. Amen. House of God. And then the man that uh, used to run it, God saved his mind real good. Now he calls it what? El Bethel. The place where God is, amen. (laughs) First it was just a building where we went to say, yeah, we know God. Now it's a place where we go to meet God. Mm -hmm. And God is there because you bring him. We have a bigger picture of God because you've rolled your way down in here, amen, to bless the Lord. I can feel the Lord better because you came. Amen, you can feel the Lord better because I came. I said, I'm going to wake up. accept god for who he is god i accept you as jesus the son of god who came down to make things right on this earth to save that which was lost jesus shall save his people from their sin we were born we were all born in sin but we don't have to die in our sin before it is said too late, yes, it's appointed that every man die. Hebrews nine twenty seven 27 says so. And after that comes the judgment. But, amen, will God's record say that you accepted him as Lord somewhere before the end of your journey? Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. Will he be able to write in his Lamb's book of life as recorded in the book of Revelation that you have... And accepted him as Lord, you said yes to his holy will. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Did you do it? You can do it right now, Jesus. I haven't done it before, but I want to do it right now. I want to accept you as Lord. I believe everything in the word of God. Help me with the stuff that I don't understand. But right now, I want to make sure that my soul is rest assured that it's going to be in the hand of God. I accept you, God. For who you are, Savior of the world, save my soul, awaken my spirit, help me to pray right so I can feel your presence. I don't want to just have an intellectual revelation of God, but I want to have an experiential revelation of God. The Holy Spirit can rest upon me. I pray that you feel me again. Fill me to overflowing those who've been filled before. Those who've never been filled before. Fill me for the first time, I pray. God, with your spirit and pray it in what in whose name, not my name, and not in my church's name, in whose name? Jesus. Jesus' name. Say I pray this prayer in what? Jesus' name. And I believe you, God, and I thank you. I pray if you have those summaries in your hand, just give God a praise. If you can clap your hands, give. Praise. The devil hates holy praise. Let's make holy noise so we can scare the devil out of here. Get out of here. we to the same I love Jesus. He's going to fill me. He's going to encourage me. He's going to keep my head up so I can bless him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. of the realm of agape christian church pray that the holy word of god has richly blessed your soul to send prayer requests use the contacts page of our website www.roagape.org we need your continued prayers and financial support to maintain this ministry You can also find a secure means of donating on our website. God bless you.